want to say hi to friends? We're going to start the show. Is that okay? Can we start the show? All right, cool. Hey, everybody. It's me, Maria, and this is This Is With Sabres, the For Us, By Us podcast for Black women who love Star Wars. And today, we have some extra special guests today. We yeah. have some made the same We do. Is there an echo in here? <laughs> it sounds like it. We uh, have some eggs. Yes, we do. And we have some guests, too. We have Ahsoka and Kerwin and Keith. We have Keith. some geeks. <laughs> you got to stop with that. We have some guests here tonight. Kerwin no. and Keith. No, Hello. Hello. I think you guys are awesome. A father <laughs> and son. Oh, boy. <laughs> this Not is going to be fun tonight. <laughs> We, know uh, we have like. uh, Kerwin and Keith of Father and Son. How are you guys doing? Yep. We are great. We are so glad to be here. Thank you for I'm the invitation. Happy. Oh, she has her headphones too. Yeah, yeah, she's she's got her dory. So she's ready too. We're, we're very excited to have you. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I guess sure. I'm just going to have a double echo. <laughs> um, okay. So tell us a little bit about, um, you want to do introductions first? Yeah. Let's yeah. do alphabetical introductions. Let's do that. I'm sorry. Ahsoka's throwing me off. Well, she starts with an A, so Ahsoka, would you like to say hi? <laughs> okay. Tell everybody what your name is. What's your name? No, say what your name is, honeybee. <laughs> <laughs> Never has a problem talking. Now she don't want to talk. <laughs> Oh. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> well, hi, I'm B. Uh, as usual. Keith. Yeah, I'm Keith from Father and Son Star Wars podcast. I am Kerwin from Father and Son Star Wars podcast. Welcome. We really appreciate you taking the time to meet with us tonight. Tell us everything. Tell us all about Father and Son. We'll talk about everything else in a minute, but I just want to hear your pitch about the show, about you guys. Tell me everything. Sure. Uh, well, I the idea came from Tanya, my wife. You know, so I give her all the credit. This is her brilliant idea. Um, twenty twenty was a very challenging year for us, and uh, you know, it's having four people in the household, you know, working on top of each other. You know, my sons had the challenge of, you know, working, um, not working, but going to school and having virtual homeschool. I was working from home and, you know, we just had a pretty tough year and, um, you know, we needed to find a balance. We needed to find something that would make us happy, you know? So Keith and I have been talking about Star Wars since we were four years old. And, uh, you know, one day at the dinner table, it's a dinner table conversation all the time. Where we were talking about maybe a Mandalorian episode and, uh, Tiny was listening, listening in on the conversation. And she says to us, you know, you guys should do a podcast. And I said, nah, I'm, nah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that type of person. I mean, I like listening to podcasts, but I don't want to actually do a podcast. Um, uh, but she says, no, you really should think about it. And, so another time uh, later on, again, we're sitting at the dinner table and this time Tanya is actually recording us. Yeah. Yeah. She does 
Right. And without our knowledge, she uploads it to Facebook, you know, to get people's opinions about it. And we got some positive feedback. And she came back to me and said, look, you need to do a podcast. And I said, well, I don't think anybody would be interested in, you know, me talking about Star Wars with my son. And she says, well, why not? Well, how many fathers and sons do you know are out there with a podcast? I said, I don't know. And then she says, well, oh, did we lose Maria? <laughs> oh, there we go. And, you know, she says, and how many, how many fathers and sons are out there that look like you? And she had a good point, you know, and um, then one thing led to another. Tanya went out and bought this podcasting equipment with the speakers and everything and had it all hooked up. And I came home one day and it was on our table. And I said, okay, well, I guess we're doing a podcast. So that's what we've been doing since March. About four months, I yeah. should say. Wait, let me check my calendar. Yes, I want right. to say five-ish. Yeah, yeah, five months. Yeah, so, and we've been having a, a, a blast, a great time doing it, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's how we got started. I love it. I, I ran across you guys on social media and I just... I, I instantly was like, I have to help these people. <laughs> I have to, oh, I have to be the one to kind of put you, you so guys much. over. And I want, I want as many people to check you guys out as possible because there are all different flavors of Star Wars podcasts, you know, out hmm. there. And for some, you know, it, what we're doing here, it just, uh, it doesn't work for them or they have kids in the car when they're listening. Hmm. Uh, and I think it's important that there are lots of different voices in fandom and it's so refreshing and it's kind of the same reason that i started sisters was like you know how many black women have their own podcast on star wars not many hmm. you know and i certainly don't know of any uh at the time that i was listening to shows um i really didn't know of any so thank you so much for what you're doing um it really is fantastic and makes a difference well thank you thank you I'm glad you guys found something productive to do last year during all that turmoil and mm. like, you know, like it's hard. Last year was hard, especially I know, like I'm I'm in education, so I know like having kids work from home to school is like was extremely taxing on families. Um, and the fact that you guys were able to like come out of it with something that's like you guys can make together, I think that's mm -hmm. amazing. Where a lot of families were falling apart last year, you guys found a way to come together. I think that's really that's great. Yeah, that's an excellent point. You're right. Yeah, we've heard stories as well as, you know, marriages broken up, you know, because of what took place last year and, you know, kids, you know, falling to the wayside or, you know, they, you know, dropping out of school or they're just losing complete interest in, in schooling. Um, but, you know, it, it was a challenge for us, you know, but we, we got through it. I'm glad. We have more questions, I think. You There's want to tons questions? of questions. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, so I guess let's let's talk about um, your favorite time frame. What what are you doing? What is it, kid? I'll pick up on that question. Um, I believe the question that you were asking those on this list was, um, what's your like favorite time frame within the Star Wars universe? Like um, the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, mm -hmm. or the sequel trilogy? Sure. Or anything else in between. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I could start. Um, without a doubt, it's the original trilogy. You know, that's what I grew up watching. That's when I was introduced to Star Wars. Um, my first Star Wars film was The Empire Strikes Back in 1980. And 
then the following year, I actually saw A New Hope. I saw it out of order. And, you know, the hype train back then, you know, it was, you know, TV commercials and magazines. There was this magazine I used to buy all the time called Starlog Magazine that would, you know, give you uh, previews of upcoming films. And I couldn't wait for Return of the Jedi. And, uh, and I remember as if it was yesterday, you know, two of my friends, the three of us went, uh, we're from, we were from Brooklyn at the time, uh, just took a train to Manhattan. And went to the movie theater, picked up, our, you know, bought our tickets, picked them up, stood in line for two hours before we can get in. But it was, I remember it was a sunny day. Um, we were just standing outside, just laughing and having fun. There was a good humor guy handing out chipwich sandwiches. You know, it was, it was, it was pretty nice. And then when we finally got into the theater and we got a good seat, we sat in the middle of the, of the theater. It was that big, Dolby surround sound, big screen, and we just waited for the lights to dim and the, the title cars came up and I was, I was drawn into it. And I'll never forget that. It's, it's, it's one of the best movie experiences I've ever had. So definitely for me, it's the original trilogy. Solid choice. Can't go wrong with the OG. Yeah. What about you, Keith? Sue. I think it's probably the original trilogy because I think it's actually like the best trilogy in Star Wars. Funny that I kind of write them in the way they were released. The original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, and then the sequel trilogy. Right. And the original trilogy films were the first films you were introduced I introduced you to. Yeah. So right. we saw yeah, we pretty much saw them in order of release. Yeah. And that started when he was four, correct? That started when he was four, yes. We, um, yeah, at the time I was in the bookstore and I ran across these little golden books of the first six films and I was so excited and I, you know, bought them and I went home and I asked Tanya, would, do you think Keith would be interested in these books? And she says, well, you don't know, just give it to him and see what happens. And I did and he loved it. He, he loved it, and he was ready to watch. start watching the movies, and we did. And we just watched every single movie. Um, the only one we have not seen yet is it's Revenge, Revenge of, the of the Sith. Right, because it's still a little scary, a little intense for him. So when he's ready to watch it, we'll watch it. But we've seen all the others. Yeah, that's the real deal. That's when, when the real uh, action takes place. That's right. <laughs> yeah, three is great. Um, that's that's awesome. Yeah. We have the golden books, but Ahsoka hasn't started them yet. Mm -hmm. um, the only one she has that she's been like actively looking at is the Ahsoka book, obviously, mm -hmm. for obvious reasons. Well, sure. <laughs> yeah. Why are you mugging Ahsoka? These yeah. are friends. And Ahsoka is Keith's favorite character. Oh wow, you're yeah. Keith's favorite. <laughs> I love her too. We love that name. Oh, I do too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, we can tell, Maria. <laughs> as, as you can tell. As you can tell, with my luck, she's going to hate it. Mm. And she'll be like, why did I get named after the stupid cartoon character? We're going to see Ashley in September. Ooh. With the real Ahsoka in the fall. Have you guys watched the um, TV shows together as well? Or is that something that you guys haven't watched through? Okay, all right. 
that's good. Uh, to answer your question, B, uh, yes, as far as TV shows, Keith is actually a big fan of The Clone Wars. Um, I'm still trying to get into it. I know there's seven seasons. There's a lot of episodes. Um, but he's, I think he's seen them all. Is that true, Keith? Yeah, have you seen them all, you think? Yeah. I think I've seen every episode. Yeah, yeah. He's seen if more not than... at least, like, 75% of the show. Okay. I've seen yeah. at least 75% of the show. Yeah, and and um, I've seen all the uh, the Rebels episodes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we've watched the Rebels episodes. We've watched the Mandalorian. We've seen every episode of the Mandalorian. Star Wars Resistance. Star Wars. Well, actually, Star Wars Resistance. I have not uh, watched as closely as the others. Uh, I but definitely, have. but definitely the Mandal the Mandalorian and the Bad Batch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm a little bit so, behind on the Bad Batch. Well, we do, like, weekly reviews on the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. So, it's always on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're doing reviews of each episode. So, we won't give away any spoilers. So, but <laughs> I, I I do recommend it. It's, it's you know, it's it's absolutely stunning, you know, with yeah. what they're doing as far as the animation and, and the storylines. It's very, very intriguing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of all the ladies on the podcast, I'm the one least concerned with spoilers. So don't shoot. So I I actively go seeking out spoilers. I don't oh, know wow. why. Yeah, okay. I I don't know why. It's something I've always liked to do. Um, yeah, I'm the kind of person who flips the end of the book when I get a new book. I'm like, okay, read the last page. Back because mm-hmm. I'm out of habit. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm glad you're liking the Bad Batch. I I want to watch it too, but I'm gonna be so busy. But um, yeah, I think that's what's great about like. Star Wars Resistance, I also didn't really watch closely. Uh, my my niece watched it, but I'm like, ah, it's there. But I, I like how it's like, that show is definitely, I feel like, geared toward a younger audience. Um, right. It's a good way to bring younger kids in. Because I know like some people, like my niece, when I first showed her the original trilogy, she was just like, it wasn't for her. But then she got into it via like, Resistance. She's like, oh, I love this. I'm like, oh, I'm glad that we can connect to Star Wars on this level. Even if you're like, the original movie's just like, not my, not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, 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 I like where Star Wars is going at, at the moment, you know, and I know that, uh, 2022 is probably going to be even better. Um, I, I, I don't mind if, if, if it's okay to ask you a question as far as, you know, are you excited about what is happening with Star Wars in the future? Is this any particular um, TV show or a book or movie that you're anticipating, looking forward to? I would like to, in a general sense, there's not like a specific project, I guess, that I'm looking forward to. I always say I want a good story and I try not to go into anything with too many expectations because I feel mm-hmm. like that's a big problem with fandom. People come with their expectations and when their those expectations are not met, they get very upset. And um, I just want a good story. If I get a good mm-hmm. story, I'm happy and I'm contented. I'm glad that they're bringing in new storytellers with fresh set of eyes, like Visions looks really cool. Um, I like how Kenobi has a very diverse writing um, room. Right. Um, and I'm very excited for all these, even the Mandalorian was like a test run for that with the different directors and different writers for mm-hmm. every episode. And each episode had its own little flavors and tastes, and it's, but it's still a cohesive story. 
And I think that's what Star Wars means. It's like it can be have you could have many voices, but that same essence of Star Warsness, like you when you know when you're watching something Star Wars because it has that Genesis quoi, I guess, to it, you know? Exactly. So I, I'm excited that there are more storytellers um, that are being brought in. But mm-hmm. I don't have any specific projects that I'm like, ooh, I'm really excited about that one because I don't want to like put too much um, stock in one thing or mm-hmm. and then end up being disappointed. So I'm just like waiting for the stories to come to me and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they arrive. Yeah. Thank you for asking that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I, you know, I think they're, they're doing, you know, they still have a long way to go, but as far as trying to push diversity, uh, with the characters, as far as the High Republic, I don't know if, you know, if you follow the High Republic books, like actually Keith is, is a fan of, uh, a couple of the books. And, um, I've actually read one of the, the, the young children's books and, you know, the authors that they have, you know, they're, you know, you know, people of color, uh, they're, they're women, uh, as well. So I like that they're trying to, you know, get, you know, like you said, new voices out there to tell different stories, create new characters. I mean, it's a bold thing to do, especially with the, uh, the High Republic, you know, just creating characters from scratch is not easy, you know, especially when you have so many rich characters already in the Star Wars universe that, you know, we would love to have stories about, but you know, it's, it's a, it's a bold decision to, to go in another direction, go into another era, 200 years before the Skywalker saga and just start from scratch with new characters. I thought it was more than 200 years. Is it more than 200? Yeah. Okay. It could be more than 200. I will but, have to look on Wikipedia. No, yeah. no, no, I wonder no how old Yoda is at this time. Hmm. <laughs> and Yoda's still around. Of course. Absolutely. You know, he's, he's the, 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 the thread, you know, he's in all of the, 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 the universe, the Star Wars universe. So there's all, Yoda's always going to be there for 900 years. So, but, he's a staple. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He does. He brings stability and, you know, you, you recognize that character immediately, you know, so it's nice to, even though you have new characters, just to have one that you can say, oh, wow, Yoda's there, you know, someone you can rely on, you know. Conversely, I think Yaddle is also the truth. You you can't have anything without Yaddle. That's right. You just can't. I, you know, I just wish we'd heard more from Yaddle, you know. I, you know, I don't know about her ideology. What is, what is she about you know, what is her gifts? You know, is she good with the lightsaber? I, she was you know, only I wish in I knew more about Yaddle. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, she was only in one movie. Yeah. And I don't think she had any speaking lines. Yeah. Exactly. Just there, but exactly. not there. You know, we, well, was, when you look like that, you don't necessarily have to do a whole lot else. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, Keith and I had a joke about the, the Jedi Council where, you know, there's only maybe two or three people from the castle who does all the talking and everybody else just sits still, doesn't say anything because I think they're afraid to say anything that's against what Yoda and, and Mace Windu believes in. You know, they don't want to get kicked off the council. So that's why they just stay quiet. I think Yada was one of those persons. <laughs> but uh, I went on Wikipedia and I looked up the High Republic so apparently it ended like um 50 years before the phantom menace 
because it started in 300 BBY and ended at 82 BBY, 50 years before the Phantom Menace. Well, that's 32 BBY. Okay. Oh, see, now I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. All right, so they cover a wide uh, wide range of uh, years there. Okay. Well, if you don't know, now you do. Now we know. <laughs> That's, uh, Keith, you are just the best thing I've seen all day. Yeah, he keeps things interesting. <laughs> He's hilarious. I love it. All right, we have another question. Sure. Um, uh, what moment in Star Wars, in the Star Wars universe, has made a huge impact on you and why? Did you hear the question, Keith? What moment has made uh, the hugest impact? Yeah. Do you have something like that? Nope. No? Okay. A really right. cool moment that you liked in Star Wars. Yeah. A cool what moment that you liked? That was so awesome. What big moment comes to mind for you? Do you want some time to think about it? Anything about Clone Wars? You said you were a Clone Wars guy. Yeah. Maybe when it came back, because it yes. was gone for a little bit, and that I made was, me really I was sad. Counting six years. It was six years. Yeah, it made me really sad when it went away. Mm. And then it came and back. I had a baby, and I named it after that show because <laughs> I was so happy. How did you feel when you heard that Clone Wars was coming back? I didn't know it existed then. Did it? No. I was born in 2011, so by the time the show ended, I was only three years old and I hadn't heard about Star Wars. Yeah, but Keith, remember when they brought it back for seventh for the seventh season, and they had those you know four episodes with the Bad Batch, and then the four with Ahsoka. Yeah, well, I well, think it was three. Okay, well, what did you think of those those episodes? I like those. Those were yeah. really good. Season seven was especially good. Yeah. Season seven was really good. Yeah. Seven's a lucky number. I thought it was three. Three episodes of Ahsoka? I'm not sure. Funny that there's three episodes of Ahsoka and three is also a lucky number. Yeah, three's a lucky number. Seven's also a lucky number. There's also lucky lucky numbers. Three is something that radiates throughout Star Wars in general, whether you're talking about the trilogies or whatever. True. Three is a number that George likes to use. That's a good point. That's right. That's actually true. Yep. Three ex-wives. Three. Just three. (laughs) See, I can do it. It was a clean joke. (laughs) I did it. Three, I did it. Write that down. They said I couldn't do it. Right. Uh, They said I couldn't do it. That was good. That's right. I did it, yo. <laughs> I yes, did the thing. Oh. We'll write it down. It won't go on the bingo card because it's probably not going to happen again. But um, <laughs> yeah. But the same question to you. Any yes. big moment yeah. that impacted you? Well, one of the things I like about Star Wars, I think Star Wars does very well, is um, there how they cover the subject of religion. Um, so I, my favorite film is the empire strikes back and it wasn't until recently, uh, you know, return of the Jedi was my favorite film for a very long time. But then as I got older and I started to understand the message 
in regards to what Yoda is trying to teach Luke about believing in something that's bigger than you, something that you can't see, um, believing in yourself and, and knowing that, you know, if you have the force that there's nothing that can, you know, challenge you, could take that away from you, um, take away your talents and abilities, you know, just a belief in yourself. Um, so I grew up, um, you know, going to church and, you know, I was an Episcopalian and, you know, I was always learning about the, the Bible and the, the Bible stories in regards to, um, you know, Jesus, you know, the miracles of, you know, walking on water or turning water into wine, healing the sick. Um, so, you know, I just grew up reading and hearing about those stories for, for, for many years. And, you know, when I got older, I, you know, became Baptist and same stories. But this time, you know, so the last time I saw The Empire Strikes Back was, a, you know, a few years ago on the big screen. And when Luke Yoda started talking about what the Force means to him and that, you know, how the Force is, an, is the ally that he has and is the only ally he needs and it's a powerful ally. To me, it just reminded us some preachers I used to hear about, you know, how, you know, God is my ally or, you know, if God is with you, who could stand against you? You know, so it, it gave me that similarity. And then when, you know, you got to the scene where he's trying to get Luke to lift the, the X-Wing out of the swamp and Luke tries, and he, he doesn't do it. He says it's too hard. He can't do it. And then you know, Yoda is trying to teach to him what the force is, where is it, how it surrounds you and binds you. It, it just sounded to me like Yoda was taking Luke to church, you know, like he was this preacher and he's, you know, telling this, this, uh, this, giving him this sermon and Luke still doesn't believe it. And he has Luke in order for him to really understand how powerful the force is, he has to see it for himself. And then when, you know, we get to that part when Yoda lifts the X-Wing out of the swamp. And um, again, you know, I haven't seen it. It was so long ago that I haven't seen it on a big screen. But the last time when I saw it on a big screen, I it finally got to me that it was as if I was seeing a miracle happen in front of me, you know, and, you know, watching the ship, you know, levitate and fly over uh, to land. I, I actually had tears in my eyes. Like I, I could see it now. I, I, I got the religion part of the story that re that they were telling you about believing in something again believing in something that's bigger than you and uh, more powerful than you and that just having the faith to believe in um you know something like the force or some or some other higher power that you know as long as you have that belief and that strength and more importantly that belief in yourself that you can accomplish anything so so that's what i got out of that scene that's what i remember the most See, I love that. I love hearing other things about Star Wars. Like, for me, Yoda's a character that brings me immense amount of frustration. So <laughs> I love hearing other people um, talk about Star Wars. I'm like, I, that, that's not something that I got from Yoda's character or, or that scene. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I really, I, I really, I really like hearing other people's conversations. That's actually really beautiful the way you described like how you saw that scene. Um, makes me want to think about it again. Yeah. It, it, you know, it took years for it to really hit me and to get what that message was. But I don't know, something that day, again, maybe because I saw it on the big screen, um, you know, for, you know, there was such a time gap between seeing it on the big screen and seeing it again. 
I don't know. It, it just felt big, you know, and it just felt powerful, you know, at that moment. So, yeah. So I'll never forget that. Yeah. And I love how Star Wars pulls from all these different faiths and religions so, like, people can all feel connected to mm-hmm. it. And I like how they just use the Force. They don't, the Force is the Force. It's the universe. It's everything. Um, and it's all encompassing. So, like, anyone can, like, come to it with their own beliefs and, like, get something else from it. Because, like, it's like, a, I guess, like a big old soup of like different faiths and beliefs and it, it but it all comes down to that same like connectedness and that belief in yourself um and trusting that the universe has got your back exactly um, regardless of what how you view the universe and what you call the universe what you call the universe god or what have you so i i really like that i i've always really liked that about star wars that it really does it just has everything it's just like when we're like why do you like star wars and like it's like it's like an everything pizza. Like yeah. There's everything on it. You know, right. it's like cool. Like, you can get like religion stuff from it, but there's also cool lightsabers and shit. Sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so much to love. You know, that's just one of the things I love. What I also like about Star Wars is uh, how they tell a political story, you know, as far as the Empire mm-hmm. being this tyrannical uh, dictatorship. You know, it's just taking a page out of the history books. It's just so intriguing and the empire is so evil, you know, of, you know, how they, uh, treat people and how they occupy planets and the reason why they occupy planets. And it's just, it's, it's fitting that the person who's in charge of this, this empire, this tyranny used to be a, a, a politician, <laughs> you know, and you're like, who are considered some of the most powerful people you know, in our, in our galaxy, you know, you know, the, you know, politicians, you know, they, they're, they're just such an influence on people, you know, whether it's money or, or, or fame or just that power, just something about being able to control people, get what you want. You know, if there are people who are going to listen to you and follow you, that's what you're looking for. And the ones who don't want to follow you, you know, you, you, you cast them aside, you know, um, you know, for lack of a better, better term, you know, but, uh, yeah, a politician, you know, in, in charge of this, 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 this tyranny. And it's, it's interesting. So, um, but besides politics and religion, um, the sound, the sound effects and the visual effects are groundbreaking. I, I don't think that I've seen anything close to, you know, as far as what Star Wars has done, as far as, you know, visually, you know, it, it's just hands down. The sound effects and visual effects is, is nothing like anything else. Not even Star Trek, um, not even Lord of the Rings to me. And the music is incredible. You know, John Williams as a composer, you know, he is top notch. In my opinion, the sound, the, 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 the best soundtrack I've ever heard was The Empire Strikes Back from start to finish. So I think those are the things I, I really enjoy about Star Wars. Yeah, John Williams put his foot into the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I like your unique tie to Star Wars through religion and, and through politics. Um, I find that those fans who have those interesting connections, like they're... Mom, I got your mail. Thank you so much, honey. Those fans that have a way that Star Wars links to them personally uh, in that way, I feel like they just 
radiate that when you meet them because you meet all types of fans Mm -hmm. but when somebody has a personal connection to the story and it's meaningful in their personal life that comes through when you meet a fan sure absolutely absolutely you know and I, i think that's why you know obviously the star wars fans are some of the most passionate fans out there because they really take it to heart you know what what they see on the screen uh what they feel from these characters, you know, what they feel from the music or um, the storytelling, you know, they, they take it to heart, you know, and it's like life lessons. Some people like live their life based on Star Wars, you know. Um, so when when you have that rift, that's something that breaks us apart. You know, it's it, it, it's it's a tremendous impact, you know, and it just spreads, you know, and you're either you're, you're now on opposite sides, you know what I mean? And that's not really what Star Wars is about. It's never about coming apart and, and, you know, going against each other, you know, what we, what we like, what we don't like, you know, we're, we're allowed to, you know, like some things about Star Wars and not like some things. And we're okay with that, that we can respect each other's views and opinions. Um, but Star Wars is always about community and reunion and family, you know, and it's not to cause a rift, but, you know, I know we still have that, maybe not as bad as it was, you know, maybe four or five years ago, but, you know, the riff is there because we're just so passionate. You know, we, we love what we love about Star Wars. And if someone comes in and says something different about, you know, what you love and how to love what you love, you know, there's going to be trouble. So, um, but I, I, I'm very, optimistic about the future of star wars and what we're going to be seeing in the next couple of years and i think we're you know you know we're just going to be impressed about how far we've come from the last jedi um to as an example and i think that you know we're going to be back on board you know we're we're, we're going to be back together we're going to love what we love again um we're going to not love some things but it's okay yeah, those fans, they're crazy. Mm-hmm. Some of them even name their kids after this stuff. It's insane. Yeah, who does that? You should, <laughs> we should go talk to those yeah, crazy people, right. right? Exactly. We love what we love. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm going to ask a fun question after sure. this. But I feel like a lot of the rifts that happened, especially at the last year, I feel like that was a lot of, I feel like people took something and like politicized it and made it like a political statement, like how people made it the mask a political statement, even though. It's not. Mm. Um, and it became less about the, what what's happening in the movie and more like what fa- faction of the fandom you belonged in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had less to do with the movie. It had less to do with Star Wars. It had nothing, the, the split that happened had nothing to do with Star Wars, really. It really happened to do what was going on in the world at the time. And people used that movie to take a stand for some reason. Um, it was just like this battleground. It was this weird political battleground that people took on. And I'm like, can we go back to talking about the fun stuff, like so like the things that you're arguing about, really have nothing to do with movie right now, um, and so I think that's what happened. I'm, I'm hopefully, yeah, like you said, we're gonna move away from it. We're gonna, and I also feel like that's the benefit of having all these different shows because if there's a show that's not for you, there's gonna be another one that's down the line for you. Like Andor is gonna be a spy sort of kind of thing. Like that's not your thing. Like then you can watch. Of visions, which is going to be like an anime, and like there's going to be things for everyone, and I'm, and I, I'm I'm really excited for that because there's going to be less, hopefully, hopefully less to argue about um, in the future. 
um, yeah, but this is a question. It's not only a question on the list, but I want to ask this question. What would you say is your favorite ship in Star Wars? Like your favorite spacecraft that you like to see? <laughs> I have to specify. Not not the not ship, but like <laughs> This yeah. is the reverse of your joke we did on Valentine's Day. <laughs> this is great. That yeah. is called a callback, ladies and gentlemen. It is another form of comedy. I just um, want the record to show that Maria is two tonight. Okay. Two clean jokes, all right? Okay. Get your bingo card out and cover space <laughs> twice. I don't care what the space says. Now it says clean jokes. Got it. <laughs> okay. So the question is, my favorite ship? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, definitely for me, it's the Imperial Shuttle. When I went to see Return of the Jedi and I saw the Imperial Shuttle, I thought it was one cool ship. And uh, a close second would be well, it's not a ship. I guess I can't. I can't use that. Um, it's a transport, but it's not a ship. So, but the Imperial shuttle definitely for me is my favorite ship. What about you, Keith? Don't know, but I'm gonna say the Razor Crest because I have it in Lego form. Got it for Christmas. Nice. That's a good point. Yeah, that's right. The Razor yeah. Crest. You know, that's a good ship to like. That's a good ship. I like it. I'm sorry that, uh, well, I know this is a spoiler. I hope you've seen it, but I'm sorry that it got destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The Lego version, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the Razor Crest, that's a cool ship, Keith. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Really. All right. So go, we're going, I'm going to get some going back to the regular questions that we've been laid out for me. Um, hmm. Well, this is a fun question. You're stranded on a desert. A deserted island. Which three characters would you want to be stranded with? Hmm. It won't be C-3PO because he'll talk my ears off. Why not C-3PO? Uh, I, I think I just get, no, I think he would drive me crazy. And I don't think he'd be of help. I think he would just complain rather than try to resolve how to get off this island. You know, I think he'll just complain. You know, it's too cold. The water's too deep. You know, <laughs> something <laughs> like that. I, I, he would not be a help. I need an astromech droid, so definitely uh, R2. Yeah, absolutely R2. <laughs> yeah, so definitely an astromech droid. Never. Yes. Never. Uh, Don't you ever feel like uh, a Clone Wars character can't stand right next to an original trilogy character. Uh-uh. Okay. No, you That's right. Absolutely true. Clone Wars pride. <laughs> All right, let's see. C-3PO. Yeah. Well, okay, you go ahead. Yeah, for me, C-3PO, mm -hmm. because he's funny, and he's a protocol droid, mm -hmm. and can I count C-3PO and R2-D2 as one? Great. Okay. So <laughs> both of them, because R2-D2 is an astromech droid, he gets stuff done, and C-3PO yeah. is funny. Okay. Well, that's good. That makes sense. Probably Captain Rex. I like that. Yeah, because, like you know, he's kind of the thinker, strategic oh. and stuff. I like that. And then I'm trying to think of someone else. Ahsoka. Nice. That's a good team you got good, there. Yeah. You're getting off that island. <laughs> you won't be stranded for long. Yeah. No. All that team does is win. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty good one. Uh, sorry. So I got R2. Um, I think I would want to pilot, you know, in case, you know, we create some kind of boat or something that would, you know, maybe 
get us offshore. So someone who could pilot the boat, if that makes any sense, you know, somebody who can, you know, know how to steer. Um, I'd probably say solo. I, I, I choose solo. You know, I, I think he's resourceful enough and third person, not a villain. Cause I probably wouldn't make it off the island alive. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gotta be someone. You know, it's it's got to be Luke. You know, I'm thinking, okay, I need a Jedi. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, it's got to be a Jedi who, you know, he's gonna pull something, you know, pull something off. You know, like maybe, you know, call for a ship or something. You know, to 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 pick us up. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I think having a Jedi is 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 always valuable. You know, so yeah, so R two, Solo, and Skywalker, Luke. Funny, they're all from the original trilogy. Yeah, well, you know. Mine are all from the Clone Wars. It's, yeah, no offense to any of the other trilogies. <laughs> no, no, you know, and, you know, Luke's got that Gemini connection with Leia. He could just do that thing. He's like, hey, can you pick me up? Mm-hmm. I'm not hanging off the bottom of Cloud City this time, but I do need to pick up again. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Those are good choices. I like those answers. What about you, Maria? I want to know who would you stay on the island stranded with? Are you serious right now? <laughs> um, I don't know. If I'm on the island, me and Ahsoka, we got this. We, we don't need anybody else. That is the team. Like, that's period, period. Maybe Asajj, just because she's... Um, Ventress? Maybe Asajj, because she can, like, that's hot nice. wire things. Yeah. You know, she's she's one of those... She's been a bounty hunter for a while. She's been on her own. She's got the, the street skills yeah. that I don't necessarily have, you know, that she can help us with. I like that. She worked for Count Dooku before being the bounty hunter, so... That's true. You yeah. just might want to keep a careful eye on her. <laughs> She comes around, you know, she comes around, you know, a bit of a, you know, reluctant hero towards the end is a little bit, you know, yeah. she does the, she's doing the right thing in the end, yeah. the right-ish thing, the right thing for Asajj. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right? That's the right way. Different. I was like, let me find a way to say, she does the right thing for her, not completely on the straight and narrow, but, you know. Somewhere in between. I like those answers. Good answers. I don't know what I expected any different from Maria. I expected an Anakin in there as well, but I'm very surprised Anakin didn't come along mm-hmm. with you, Maria. <laughs> but it's all right. Um, another question for you both. Uh, I feel bad you got suckered into all the questions because I got my hands full. Listen, listen. I understand as much as I can possibly understand being a 23 year old with no children. Um, Um, if you could pick a favorite song or score from any Star Wars movie what would it be? A song or score? The Force theme A classic of course Yes, yes Um, (laughs) That's it Um, Well I mean I did say that The Empire Strikes Back to me is is the best score ever written Um I would say one of I the like best. Keith yeah, he's good. He's good. <laughs> I would say it comes down to maybe the asteroid field. Mm-hmm. That theme. Yeah, that was really mm-hmm. good. Um, yeah, yeah, the asteroid field. Okay, yeah, I like that answer. Mm-hmm. I like that answer. Yeah, I used to be in band. Um, oh, so okay. Like nice. I learned all those songs, like especially like um, 
at least for in high school, me and my siblings had a, I was in band with all my siblings and during senior showcase for my elder sister when she was leaving and not, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be in band together anymore. That was the last time we'd all be in band together. Mm-hmm. We like composed like, like an arrangement of like different Star Wars songs for my dad. Cause I got a Star Wars for my dad. Wow. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. So it was nice. It's like, I, yeah. So I kept like all the music, like I, I recently moved and I found like all this like old Star Wars music for my flute. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. It's, it's cool. You, you, you said the flute, you played the flute. Yeah, flute. Okay. Flute. Yeah. Wow, that's nice. That's pretty nice. Yeah, you know, we, yeah. you know, we're. I have a younger son, um, mm-hmm. who's uh, he's eight, and um, he has a great music teacher. You know, we, you know, met her for the first time this past school year, and she is really interested in teaching him how to play the cello. Mm-hmm. So I am hoping that that does happen because I, I see his name is Maceo, by the way. So. You know, mm-hmm. Maceo, I don't know if you know, but, you know, we named him after uh, this famous musician who worked for James Brown. You know, he's a saxophonist. Um, so we always thought, you know, well, again, you know, I'm giving my wife the credit because she came up with the name, not me. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, she always felt that, you know, Maceo was going to be, you know, a musician because he has a musician's name. So, Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping that, you know, he can pick up learning if it's not the cello, you know, any other instrument, but I think the cello is a, a great place to start. So we'll see. She called yeah. it. Mommy really called it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I went through a lot of different instruments too. So um I played the oboe. Gotcha. I'm learning how to play guitar. Mm-hmm. Um I originally started off with violin. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, you know, like I I like playing all the different instruments and things like that. Nice. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I like I like those answers though. Yeah, the fourth theme I I really like the fourth theme. It's like I remember um, uh, Mark Hamill was talking about he was like a sad in the first movie talking to John Williams like oh I'm sad I don't have a theme you know Leia has a theme and Han has a theme and then George looked to him and he was like the, the fourth theme is that's your theme mm. the fourth theme the main theme that's that's yours and then he was like oh <laughs> and I, that yeah. story just always made me laugh because I feel like that's like. Like, he doesn't even realize, like, Luke, you're the main character. You're the main character of this story. You know, he's so, um, you know, he's, he's a farm boy, basically. Exactly. So I really, I really enjoyed that story because I feel like it, like, you know, like, kind of like a light, silly way kind of emphasize, like, you know, yeah. that, that the beginning of Star Wars where it's, oh, anyone, a hero can come from anywhere. Um, yeah. And even if they don't feel super special, there's something waiting in the horizon for you. And I really love that. And and the music just encapsulates like the fourth theme especially encapsulates like that like adventure is about to begin. Absolutely. Really John he's so he's brilliant. He, is. Um, he really is brilliant. He's absolutely um, brilliant. Everything he touches is great. Yes. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I could spend the next two hours just talking about John Williams, but I I won't I won't do that to you. <laughs> but, but I don't know if I could go two hours with John Williams music. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Wow. But I do want to say that my favorite rendition of the Force theme is what we hear it the first time when Luke is looking at the twin sons. And, you know, he's, you know, upset that his uncle won't let him join the academy. And, you know, he's, you know, am I ever going to get off of this, this rock? You know, am I ever going to leave Tatooine and be somebody? And he's looking at the, the, the twin sons and you hear the first, the Force theme for the first time. So I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, great. Brilliant. Ugh, love it. What did you say yours was, Ray? Oh, mine. Ooh. Yeah. Did you say it? I didn't. 
because I I struggle with it because um I just love I'm like I'm so bad at choosing favorites. Um, I really love people are racing motorcycles up to my. Um, anyway, but my favorite song to play is Ray's theme because it works very well on a flute, and I could do that basically myself. Um, I don't need any backup. Um, so that's my that's my favorite one to play. Um, but I really love. Ooh, I can't remember what it's called. It's like slipping my mind right now. But it's like I think it's like March of the Resistance. I'm pretty sure it was. It, it, it was. It was. It was in TSA, and it's when you know Poe was coming in with the. You're okay, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I was so hyped because I feel like in the original trilogy, you have so much good music for like the villains and things like that. But there was like no like rallying music for the rebels. Um, like there was individual music for like individual characters, but like for the Resistance, like that, mm-hmm. there wasn't really anything. But yeah, it just like. It just makes me feel like I'm like ready to like conquer anything. I love yeah. I love the that that the, the March of Resistance. Um, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I really love that that soundtrack. Every time that scene comes on when I rewatch The Force Awakens, I'm just like, yes, <laughs> let's go. I I don't know, but yeah, I really like that one. I like the march too. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's very heroic, you know. Yeah, it's like when you hear it, yeah. you say, "Oh, the Resistance is coming," you know. Yeah. 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 I like it. I think I have an attachment to it because my dad as well, because he would, my, like, I know you said you couldn't go two hours talking about George, but, like, my dad will just listen to that. Um, um, so, like, we'll just be in the house cleaning and it's just Star Wars music. Um, and my, my mom will come in and she's like, what are you guys listening to? You've been playing this for five hours. <laughs> yeah, so I think that would be my answer. Pretty cool. How about you, Maria? I don't know if you answered. Did you say it? It was. It's across the stars. You know what I mean? Like I'm. I'm. I'm 16 years old. I'm. I'm getting. You know, hormones. Right. Um. I'm hitting puberty. Right. And it's hey, Christmas time. Right. And now here we are. Mm-hmm. Right. So across the stars is. It, it has a lot of special meaning for me. It's like that was my first like romance. Like oh, that's what it's supposed to be like. I guess that's, you know, another story because Anakin's game wasn't as tight as it should have been. Um, But yeah, I feel like it makes an imprint on you when that's your first, like, romance. I like that answer. This question, um, if you could change anything about something in Star Wars, whether it's something that happened behind the scenes or, like, within a movie or a show, like, what's something that you, you would think you would want to change about something? That's a good question. Do you want to go first, Keith, or you want me to go? Something you, <laughs> just, just would you one, change anything, just, or is it just great as one is? One thing you would change, Keith, just one. <laughs> can it be three? That just just one. I can, one. Think <laughs> can I count it as one? <laughs> go ahead. All right. Yay! Let's, let's give it a try. Let's give it a try. <laughs> Oh wait, never mind. I just thought of a better one. Giving Luke a better role in the Last Jedi. Hmm. Hmm. I, I I tend to agree with him on that one. Actually, that was what I was going to say. Uh, as far oh as God. changing, I I was very upset when when Luke died in the Last Jedi, I, and I still feel to this day that it was not necessary for him to go. Um, I I thought he was more valuable to. The resistance alive than not um so i'm not convinced that you know that was that served the story having him you know become one with the force you know i i, I really 
wish that you know Luke was still here. So that's what I that's one thing I would change. I don't know if you're trying to speak, Keith, or, or you're muted, or you're just. Are you trying to uh, speak, Keith? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just checking. I want to make sure you get to say everything you want to say. That's a good one. Anything else? I feel like. Hmm? You have anything else? Okay. I feel like we you may have gone over this this question already, but I'm gonna ask it again. Um, just more specific. How much of an impact has Star Wars made on you, both as father and son? Like, how has it brought you two together? Daddy, I'm going to let you answer this one on your own because I have no answer. You have an answer. You do have an answer. I don't. I don't. I don't. No, it's, it's, that's a, it's a very good question, you know, how Star Wars has brought us together as father and son. Complex question. Yeah, I, 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 I really like that question. I, you know, I, you know, it has done so much for me, uh, not just with my son's, you know, relationship. But it helped keep my family together, to be honest with you, um, Star Wars. Um, so it's, you know, just to, you know, backtrack as to, you know, what was going on in 2015 when I introduced Keith to the books. Um, this was in September. Um, well, you know, 2015, we knew that The Force Awakens was coming out, you know, and they had the, you know, the, the trailers come out and, you know, the teaser trailer. Uh, you know, it was so exciting and, you know, we were so looking forward to, well, I was so looking forward to go, going to see The Force Awakens and getting back into Star Wars. And it just so happens that that September in 2015, I lost my job, um, you know, and I was out of work, you know, from September until the end of the year, 2015, you know, so in between looking for a job, talking to, you know, unprofessional recruiters who had no idea what they were doing, um, you know, trying to set up interviews and going to interviews and, you know, not getting an offer. Um, the only thing I had to look forward to for those last three months is The Force Awakens, Star Wars, you know. And when I gave Keith those little golden books, you know, I didn't know if he was going to like it or not. I mean, it wasn't required for him. To like it, even if he didn't like it, you know, great, you know, that's fine. But even better that he did, because that was something that we just kept talking about. So that was how I bonded with Keith. And, you know, because I wasn't working, we were able to watch all these films and we were able to analyze heroes and villains. We actually created a chart, a, a, a whiteboard and talked about, OK, you know, we'll just draw a line in the middle. First column is heroes. First column is villains. All right. Tell me the names of the heroes. Tell me the names of the villains. And he just named them. You know, he, he, he knew them left and right. Who was, you know, who was good, who was bad. And we just created a list and we moved into talking about Roman numerals because, you know, like every episode is, you know, is given a Roman numeral. So I taught him, you know, Roman numerals. And then that moved on into, you know, Keith uh, wanted to get into Legos. And he, although I was out of work, you know, um, he wanted a Lego set. And, you know, I couldn't say no. And I got him a Lego set. And the first one he put together was a carbon freeze chamber. And, you know, he's four years old, four, yeah, four years old and five going on five. And he's putting together, you know, three to 500 piece Lego sets 
all by himself. And he did it. And then he was not done. He wanted to go on to the Obi-Wan Interceptor. You know, he wanted to move on to, um, you know, Vader's castle. He just kept moving from one thing to another. He just, he loved Legos. And to me, you know, that started with the love of books. And that's what got me through when I was out of work, just seeing him grow into, you know, loving how to, you know, loving reading and learning how to read and learning about characters and how stories are told. Um, and then just taking it to the next level and just putting models together. And, um, and I, you know, I was out of work for a very long time and, you know, even it, it lasted into 2016 where, I was not working that entire year as well, you know, still looking for work, looking for a job and going out there and, you know, getting turned down, not getting any offers. I mean, it was rough, you know, and uh, on top of that, my my youngest son, you know, was diagnosed with autism that year as well. So there was a lot going on, you know, in our family at that time. So when I say Star Wars really, you know, impacted me, it impacted my family because that's what kept us going. You know, it, it, it kept a bond, uh, you know, for me and my son, something to talk about, but it was also kept me happy because that was something I could look forward to because, you know, I, I needed, you know, I needed something positive in my life. You know, I needed to continue to keep moving, support my family somehow. But when I wanted an escape, I had it, you know, with Star Wars and I could share that with my, with my, my, my oldest son and, you know, going back to my youngest son, you know, you know, getting this, you know, the, the, um, the diagnosis and, you know, I, I got to learn more about autism, you know, how to, you know, help them, um, get through it, how to, you know, Ty and I working on what we need to do, you know, what type of services we need to provide to him, um, the type of schooling that he needed to go to. And I was fortunate enough because I wasn't working. I was able to see my son take his first school bus ride, you know, get on the bus and go to school, you know, and I would not have been able to see that if I was working, you know, I'd be, you know, commuting to work. So that was something that was, you know, I'll never forget that moment where, you know, my son just jumped on the bus, you know, at five years old and didn't look back, you know, and he's been great ever since, you know, oh, you know, but, you know. Of course, I did find work eventually, but, you know, the times when I was out of work, you know, Star Wars meant more to me um, than any other time because it was just something that I was looking forward to. It was something that brought my son and I together and it's something that kept my family together. I, I love that. I love hearing that. Um, like, I, I always say, like, Star Wars saved my life. Like, um, the, video, the beginning episodes of the podcast, we talk more about that. Um, but, yeah, and I'm like, and I stand by them when I say that. And some people look at me like, um, that's ridiculous. But like, and I'm like, it, mm. you, you know, it, it, it brings, it, it's something that really can bring people, one people together. Um, and that, you know, it, it means a lot. There's so much in there that so many lessons and like, they, like mantras that like I say to myself, that things I believe in that like originate from Star Wars. So I, I, I love that. It's something that like, that means that much. You kept your family together. Yeah. Yeah. And I have one more question. Sure. I don't know Maria stepped away. So maybe she has some more questions for that. And I could always make up someone very good at making these up off the top of my head while we wait for her to go back. But um, one question that I had was, um, 
you were talking about splitting the categories up between heroes and villains. What would you say your favorite villain is? Your favorite bad guy is? Ooh, no one is no one is better than Vader, Darth Vader. That's it. That's my villain. You know, I you know yeah. I, I I love him because he's just a good character in the books, comic books, movies, TV. It it doesn't matter. You you can't make a bad movie or TV or comic book out of Vader because he's just too good. You know, like he's, he's just too rich of a character. He's too complicated. So in any medium, you know, Vader is, is top of the line. So Vader for me, my favorite villain. What about you, Keith? Are you, you're muted. Good. I can hear you. So I was going to say Darth Maul. Nice. Think about it. Yeah. He's got the double-bladed lightsaber. Uh-huh. Some awesome robes. The, the weird horns in his head. Yeah, he was scary. You know, when I first saw him, you know, it's like some I've never seen someone from Star Wars look like that. You know, this is interesting, you know. And I was uh, surprised that he, you know, it ended for him like that in the movie. But, you know, of course, we know he came back, but... I thought he was a very intriguing looking character. Maul is my favorite too. Clone yeah. Wars made me fall in love with that character. And then Rebels just hit out of the park. That that he's one of the I think one of the best written characters in Star Wars, honestly. I think it's we get to like with characters like Darth Vader and Maul, like they have like a longevity to the mm-hmm. story, um, mm-hmm. that other characters don't. So we get to sit with them for a while. Um, like even Luke, like yes, he's there, but like there's so many periods of his life that we don't like get to see, especially because they decanonize so much of like legends and things like that. So we're like, what was he doing <laughs> like during this time? There's so much blank space, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's a lot of the reason why like Last Jedi doesn't work for so many people because the last time you see Luke, he's one way, and then all of a sudden he's like, like okay, what happened in between here? Mm-hmm. What happened? I need an explanation. Um, and clearly there is an explanation, but since we don't see it and we don't get to see it like the same way we get to see it, like. Vader, we get to see like the Vader comics, amazing, and we get so much of Vader. So you have like this complete understanding of who this man is, um, at every step of the way. Um, that what that's what makes him a um, compelling villain, also because he's just super cool. Um, on top of that, and and same thing with Maul, you get a lot of Maul and the reasons why he does things, and also he looks very cool. I love Maul. He's he's my favorite. He's like my top favorite character. So I agree with that answer completely. But um, that was my last question, Maria. I don't know if you have any questions burning in the back of your noggin. I really don't. I have one, but it's kind of just the closing. Um, before we close, I want to quickly give our support assistant of the week to the Loveland Foundation. Um, it's still open for donations on our um, on the link for their GoFundMe. And the Loveland Foundation, in case you haven't already heard of our initiative with them, it brings mental health services to black women and trans and, and cis black women. Stop it. <laughs> She's distracting me. Um, and it, it helps to get the health care to underprivileged neighborhoods, uh, which is something that we desperately need in the community. Um, so I did want to spotlight support assistant. And I want to ask you guys, how can our listeners support you? Is it just watching YouTube? Do you guys have a foundation or something that you're supporting that we can help get the message out there for? Or are you selling merchandise? Well, we do have a website. 
It's called um, FatherSonGalaxy.com. So any new views would be fantastic. We also have Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter pages. So if you'd like to support us on there, that'd also be great. Then we have our YouTube page, where we've been getting a lot of views, and we'll post episodes, hopefully, weekly. The, the next episode we're going to do is Bad Batch Review, episode 16, so that's up and coming. Nice. And then we're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Amazon Music, Audible, Spreaker, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Thank you. Ma- Make sure to put that on page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marie and B, you know, I, we want to respect your time. Um, so, you know, we're let us know if it's okay. But uh, we would like to know if it's okay if we can if Keith can do a Mad Lib with you, a Star Wars Mad Lib. Let's okay. do yes. it. Absolutely. Okay. All right. I've been waiting all night for this. Actually. Okay. And I was just telling Ahsoka I wanted to do a Mad Lib. When is it going to get yeah. here? So I'm so excited. Let's let's I'm gonna need to do that. Right. What? Okay. <laughs> I'm down, but like I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. So okay. what Keith is gonna do, he's going to ask you for a parse of speech. Like he'll ask you for a noun, an adjective, a verb. And what we're gonna do is those parse of speech is going to tell a story. But it's not gonna make any sense at all. So that's the that's that's the goal is that you know you don't know how he's going to use the parts of speech and it's just going to sound like gibberish to you. That's what makes it so fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's and it's Star Wars, yes. yeah. So, 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 so I need so, a, a letter of the alphabet. Well, I was going to say, Keith. So you know, it's it's you know either Marie or a B. You know, you could just shout out the answer. You know, shout out a verb or whatever it is he's asking, and we'll just take that first. First answer. Okay, go ahead. Okay. I need a letter of the alphabet. L. Okay. L. Then a verb ending in ing. Lightsabering. <laughs> I like that. Light. Maria just frindled the word into existence. <laughs> That's it, man. That's it. Sometimes you gotta make it happen. Okay, lightsabering. Mm-hmm. Plural noun. A plural noun. Anybody well, going once? I guess I can pick one too. Going twice. Um, tigers. And soul to bed in the blue shirt. Okay. <laughs> I'm like trying to think. Yes. Okay. I have tiger on my desk, so it works. A person. That's it. Just Maria. a person. Okay. Maria. Okay. Okay. A type of building. Type of building. Uh, and please go the Senate building. Oh, Senate building. Senate. Oh, thank goodness. Senate building. Well, it's longer than skyscraper. Yeah, I was gonna say skyscraper. Yeah, but Senate building. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Adjective. Wait. Yeah. Adjective. Adjective. Um, dirty. Past tense verb. Uh, go ahead, B. You have something? Uh, I'm like, my brain is like moving pages behind. Um, uh, went occupation, a job, uh, mail carrier, 
Oh my god. <laughs> noble profession. Adjective. Warm. Huh? Warm. Warm. And then a plural animal. Plural animal. Um, and don't say tiger. Chickens. Okay. <laughs> Is that the last last one? No. Then um, type of building. Another type of building. Um, post office. Uh, adjective. Strong. Yes. Exclamation. I need an exclamation. Exclamation. Ouch. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> on the same wavelength. Celebrity. Celebrity. Huh. Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. How do you spell, do you spell that? that? Charlie. C H A R I E. I know how to spell Charlie. All right, just and Sheen is S H E E N. I'm just gonna write Charlie because I can't put the entire thing on there. Okay, we'll, we'll get it, Charlie. Okay. We'll know who we'll know who it is. I need a silly word. A silly word. Gobble. <laughs> Adjective. Adjective, not adjective. Mm. Tall. Long. 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 Oh, tall. <laughs> Long, tall. Tall. There, there, there. Tall. Okay. And a noun. Um, a hairnet. That's a uh, thing. That's a hairnet. thing. I know. That's a thing. Is Off the oh, top of the is dome. Is that the last one, Keith? No. Huh. Of course not. Okay, finally a silly word. Another silly word? Jar Jar. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, let's see. What do we got? Downtime. And this is Sidrupio talking. You know R2L2. I have been lightsabering. We've been through quite a few tigers and tribulations, haven't we? It's been many years since our time with Maria crammed together in a desert senate building. It wasn't the most dirty situation, but we went. Of course, serving mail carrier Leia was a notable highlight. <laughs> then again, we've also been treated like warm chickens by Jabba the post office and forced to do strong labor. Ouch. And what about that time Charlie Sheen almost kidnapped us? <laughs> I believe he called you a gobble, if you're not mistaken. I'm grateful for such tall memories. You are like a hairnet to me, you know? <laughs> and then R2-D2. Beep, 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 jar, jar, weep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? It made, it made, it, it kind of held up and made a little bit of sense there, you know? <laughs> Hikers and tribulations. That was, that was you know... I really enjoyed that. Thank you for indulging us. I've been doing mad since the eighth grade. Wow. Thank you. We appreciate that. Always. I love that. Oh, my gosh. 
This was a lot of fun. Thank yes, you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you. Uh, both you, Kerwin and Keith, I really appreciate it. Uh, if you're not already listening to these guys or if you know someone who uh, wants to listen, let them know and tweet about it on our Twitter page and um, share the love of father and son. I'm sorry, someone's distracting me. That's all um, right. Anyhow, um, we'll go ahead and do socials. Uh, B, it's all you. Hello, it's me, it's B. Um, you can find me at always um being a bees underscore on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and soon and hopefully YouTube. My life has been a disaster, you know, keeping up with the disaster that is my life. Um, so um hopefully you'll see me there soon. If you want to come hang out, talk about anime, Star Wars, cosplay, that's the place to go. Absolutely. All right, that's great. <laughs> Also, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Happy thank birthday. You. Happy birthday. And you thank spent you it with us. You. That was very nice of you. Well, my birthday was today, Oh, okay. So All right. Yeah. Really, yeah. Really fine. I appreciate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Happy but, birthday. Thank you. <laughs> it's still your birthday. I don't care what nobody says. Oh, we're I'm going to celebrate it. Thing. We're doing birth week thing. Okay. All right. <laughs> Right. Why not? I'm going to do a whole month, I think. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Oh, my goodness. No, I for sure, a couple of days. But, yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, and then where can our listeners follow you guys? Yep. Like we yep. said, yeah, we, yeah. Uh, App, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio mm-hmm. Public, mm-hmm. Amazon Music, Audible, or, like, wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Facebook, Father, Son, Galaxy. And Our website is under the same name, yes. com. Correct, right. And we're also on, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. We're Father and Son Star Wars Podcast yes. on YouTube. Yeah, we should be easy to find. Just Google us. <laughs> okay, I don't know if that we're that big yet, but you know, you never know. We are, we are. believe me. I have Googled Father and Son of Star Wars Podcast, and you know what comes up? What comes My up? Face. My face. There you go. All right. Well, and uh. Well, and you. Okay. All right. All right. Good. Father and son. So we're we're both there. Nice to know. Absolutely. And uh, I'm going to challenge some of my fellow podcasters to have you on sure. too. I think it's a she, wonderful she, time to pass you guys along and get a new voice. Absolutely. Thank we're, you. We're on. I Google. I just went and Google Father and Son. We believe you, Keith. You didn't have to Google us. All right. We're good. We're good. Yeah. You know, I was, I was skeptical. <laughs> I was skeptical. Thank you so much, Keith. Oh. I was tripping. I didn't want to tell a lie. I was nervous, you know, and I'm glad you helped me get over the hump. You helped me get over the hump. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you, you, Maria, for supporting us. Thank you. And and we will do the same, absolutely. And we'll see you on the next one. Okay. Take care. Good night, everyone.